it's pretty much as wild as it can get, right? Well, Sohan being like a important player on our team, he forgot his sh- his game shorts, so <laughs> he used one of the one of the um, seventh graders shorts. No, sixth graders he actually. Jaden Erbach, <laughs> and he wore those in the game, and then he had to give them back at the end. I hope he washed them first, at least. Or did he make did he make the sixth grader wash his shorts? No, well, like he gave him like right after he's done playing, he went in the locker room, took them off, and gave him to. The, oh, dude, you gotta take those home. You gotta throw them in the rinse cycle. Well, he had at a least. game right after. Game oh, right after. that's <laughs> terrible. Welcome to the Monarch Experience. Thank you for listening to us today. We've got a fantastic episode set up for you. We're going to be talking to two players from the 8th grade boys basketball team. Yes, that's right. That 8th grade boys basketball team that won the championship. You're going to hear about their historic season. You're going to hear about how they went through some pretty funny situations throughout the season. You're going to hear all about some crazy games that they went through, not just the actual game itself, but all the surrounding things that were happening in the midst of it. But before we get to that, we have to make sure that we give out some major shout outs for this week's episode on the Monarch Experience. Mr. Bucci and I would love to give a major shout out to the entire eighth grade for being able to film that incredible Penny Wars video for the Walk for Change. We are so thankful that you guys were not only cooperative, but you were quiet and then got as loud as you possibly could just at the right moment. Obviously, you've seen the video out there. It's incredible. If you haven't, look on Classroom. It's all available there. The AV Club, you did such an incredible job creating this video. Uh, It actually got me more psyched for the Avengers movie than I had already been. So really, really great job. Eighth grade, major shout out goes your way. Major props. You guys are fantastic. I knew you can do it. And speaking of being able to do incredible things, listen, those of you listening to the Monarch Experience and you are faithful fans of ours experiencing every episode, you know the reach that this podcast has. But do you know that we're listened to not only in Marlboro, New Jersey, but in 15 states across the United States of America? It's pretty awesome. From Chicago to California, we are being downloaded everywhere. So let's keep getting those numbers up. Let's keep pushing out these episodes. Let's make sure that students have that voice. Students have that platform to be able to voice the things that are important to them. Really proud of the success that this thing has had. And also, we're getting listened to in other countries. India, Brazil, thank you for being loyal listeners of the Monarch Experience. Alright guys, thanks for being on the Monarch Experience. We got Luke and Ryan here today. Say what's up guys. Uh, So before we jump into this and we start examining the whole idea of student uh, athletes and your 8th grade boys basketball championship team as a whole, and you guys are representatives of that, we have to try to get to know you a little bit. And there's been some questions that a lot of people want to know about you. Ryan, 
Is a hot dog a sandwich or a taco? Uh, I think Yo. it's a it's a sandwich because it is in a bun, and like sandwiches are usually in like buns. The taco. Yeah, but the, you do keep it like it's not like separate, right? And like a taco isn't separate either. But you eat it like a taco. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a taco. I think it, it probably makes more sense that it's classified as a taco. But like it's bread. Well, it's, okay, so can it be taco based? Is it, do you define something being a taco based off of the positioning of the bread, or do you base it off of the texture of the bread? Probably. The- Texture. The texture of the bread. Okay. So no matter where you put the bread, it's a sandwich. Yeah, because you can make like a... I'm lost. Because in a taco, there's like beef and like stuff. Like you're eating like a beef sandwich. All right. So we're here today and we're talking to Ryan and we're talking to Luke and we're trying to get a, an idea of their their experience uh, as champions. How good does that feel? How good does that sound to be able to introduce you guys as champions? feels pretty good because like knowing last year... On the 6th and 7th grade team, we lost in the championship. So now, to finally, like, be like, yeah, we won, feels pretty good. Do you think that, like, losing last year and getting that far and then being able to win this year, does that make it more gratifying? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because we beat the um, other middle school also this year. And they beat us last year. Oh. That's cool. And all I can remember. Revenge. All I can remember from, like, losing the championship is, like, Mrs. Shiler telling us, like, remember this moment, and he and then we won. In the beginning of the season, was that something that you guys kind of reflected on, was last year's loss and remembering that moment? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like every, like, playoff game, that's what we thought about, because mm-hmm. we just wanted to, like, get to the championship. Did that drive you throughout the entire playoffs? Yeah. And we just want to, like, win one once and for all. Like, was? Last year. Was that painful to watch last year them celebrate? What, were you home or were you away? We were home. So was that painful to watch them yes. celebrate on your court? Yeah. What stood out the most, I guess, from last year? And you know, We'll come back to this later on. What stood out as far as like sights, sounds, or images um, that really kind of stuck with you throughout this season from them winning last year on, on your court? Just them like, raising the trophy up in the air. I just remember that picture. Mm-hmm. All the players are jumping around. Is it a sense of, like, you wanted that to be you? Yeah, just, like, yeah. all of us sitting on the bench and stuff, just watching. Yeah. Luke, same thing? Yeah. Okay. I, I think a lot of times with being a student-athlete, you guys have been playing basketball, Ryan, for how long? Probably since I was, like, five. That's awesome. Luke, for how long? Uh, yeah, six. Okay. So there's this ongoing large debate always about specialization versus multi-sport athletes. Do you think there's an importance in being specialized and, and focusing just on basketball since the moment you were, you know, five or six and you first learned how to dribble? Or do you think there's an importance in being a multi-sport athlete? Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking? Probably, I think specialization, I think probably for people that really want to be in that sport and are dedicated for it, should do that. But like multi-sport is also important because there's players like that are really good at multiple sports and they just don't know which one they would want to play if they want to play for the rest of their life. And it can, multi-sports can change, like, the way you work. Because, like, in, there's, in sports, to train, you have to work different and stuff. There's different, like, workouts and stuff. And that could, like, change throughout the year. Yeah, there's, there's no specific workout that's going to help you be a good basketball player, baseball player, football player, tennis player, swimmer, and all of those things. Uh, there's no one-size-fits-all. 
Luke, what are your thoughts on this? Do you play any other sports, or have you kind of specialized just in basketball throughout your entire athletic career? I play just basketball, but I like football. Do you think that playing basketball, do you do any, like, rec stuff? or? or... Oh, yeah, I do. I play different, like, leagues and stuff, but I, I usually mainly focus on basketball. How has that helped you gotten, How has that helped you uh, excel in basketball? I don't know if it necessarily made me excel, but if I were to, like go on like another sport practice that I think it might help me because it could like boost like agility and stuff and like parts of my game for basketball so it might help that but I don't really know <laughs> totally speaking of your game uh, you know I know coach Styler is was a big proponent of uh, maybe some not so conventional beliefs as far as coaching um, always about full court pressure trying to get turnovers. Um, talk to us about that philosophy because a lot of coaches tend to want to play it safe. Why did that mentality work so well for you guys this season? Well, if you have like a lot of pressure, I feel like if you come out with that intensity from the start, it like it kind of just like gives you momentum for the game like ahead and like you can just keep on rolling and rolling from there. Like and you can just keep on getting points off like turnovers and things like that. Oh, that. That becomes so pivotal to any game yeah. is where you're able to force turnovers yeah. and then capitalize on that. Yeah, it makes um, you be able to control the game. Ryan, what are your thoughts on it? Did it take a while to buy in for the team to buy into that mentality? Uh, I don't think... Nah, it didn't take a while. Probably like the first game we were into it because I feel like yeah. Coach Tyler, he just saw that that was like our game, fast-paced, and he let us play like that fast-paced game, just not really stopping and slowing it down. Just getting in the other team's like face, stealing the ball, intimidating them, yeah. Yeah. right? And it's also like fun playing like that. So we like we all like doing it, and we all like getting intense, like right from the start, and it's just fun. What do you like doing about? It? Is it the controlling the game aspect, uh, the intensity? Just the intensity, like and like just doing playing basketball, and just having fun. It's awesome, uh, and obviously that stuff worked because in the first couple of games, Wall, Manalpin, you guys ended up winning 40 to 17, 45 28. Um, I mean, did you? If there were any doubts within the locker room at that point, um, with the with that kind of philosophy, that aggressive philosophy, did you guys notice that kind of those doubts were silenced at that point, or was it validation for you know Coach Styler's beliefs? There was still doubts, but like not for certain teams, like for different types of teams, like better teams like we needed to play different defenses and have different offenses because they could just like play better than us in different situations so it was more situational too you didn't always yeah. go full court press yeah, aggressive yeah. nature I mean that makes sense you have to game plan the we best did, we did do it a lot though okay but that was your identity yeah but you didn't always you know some coaches believe where they'll take the philosophy of we're gonna live and die by this philosophy uh -huh. this is who we are and if we win we win because of it if we lose we lose because we didn't execute it and i think so that's really i think that speaks on how good of a coach coach Styler is and how great of players you guys to be able to adapt to your opponents throughout the season as well speaking of adapting uh, this seems like there was a little bit of a wrench at some point when you guys played howell south um that the howell south craziness uh as coach Styler put it what the heck was going on with that game and all the things surrounding it because like your bus showed up late the gym was frigid mm -hmm. um you're held scoreless in the first quarter and then you hold them scoreless in the second and then you win by 10 what talk to us about this i don't think that the audience really understands how insane 
of a game and circumstances that that was? Uh, it was really, really weird. Because, like, we got there. We were all, like, waiting for a bus. Because usually we wait, like, 10 minutes max. And, like, it was, like, 30 minutes now. Yeah. And, like, we're all getting, like, our, like, because we have our bags on us sometimes. We all took off our bags. Like, our shoulders started to hurt. And we get on, like, we walk in the gym. It's just freezing cold. How cold is freezing cold, too, by the way? Because you know, this game is in December. Yeah, and you also, we also had our only our jerseys on. It was like, oh. Yeah, and all, we had no time to warm up. It was like a minute. That's insane. They wouldn't accommodate the fact that you guys were late and all this. I mean, you had happened. to start the game, though, because the 6th and 7th graders also had a game. Oh, So man. it's like 4.15, yeah. like the time their game should start. So I guess it would kind of be redundant to say that this obviously affected your ability to perform in the first quarter. It, was that a part of it, or was that just this bizarre circumstance? I mean, to be held scoreless in the first quarter yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it was a part of it, like the all like the mishaps that happened. But um, like we also didn't very play very well in the first quarter. Like we're just kind of like out of it. Well, I and think then, that would take anybody out of their game. Yeah. So how did you end up winning to, you know, to win by 10 after all of that, I think speaks a lot about the resolve of your team. Um, at what point did you guys start to think you had something special that, you know, I'm sure in the back of your mind throughout the season, you're thinking, well, we lost last year though, as much as that was motivation. What point do you guys think we might be on to something here? I mean, I think that, uh, like right from like, probably like the second game after we like had like two blowouts back to back. Yeah. Cause like last year we lost to Manalvin. Yeah. And like, we just blew him out by like 30 points. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, we're going to make it, like, far in the playoffs and, like, hopefully win because that's what I was thinking. I was just thinking about the championship game and winning. You had that that goal, that mindset the entire time. That's pretty cool, and especially that you were able to achieve that because, you know, I think so many times you hear athletes that kind of give you, like, the athlete talk uh, one game at a time or the Bill Belichick response of, we're on to, we're on to New York, we're on to Cincinnati, or whoever they're playing next week. Uh, and you guys kind of had that forward thinking in mind. Um, did the back-to-back losses after starting the season 5-0, and well, where you lost to Eisenhower and Asbury Park, did they shake your confidence at all? Yeah. Yeah, Luke, it how It definitely come? shaked our confidence. The next team we versed, like... They didn't have a win. Yeah, they didn't, oh, have, really? they didn't really have a win. So we definitely thought we were going to win. We could have beat that team by a lot more, but... Free old borrow that, yeah, right? but... So it kind of, like... That kind of put us back on our game, like that game, because it kind of like, because we beat them by like, how much, like 10? Something you beat like them by about like 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, to, I think whenever there's a hot start, I think sometimes you get ahead of yourself. I know as a fan, I tend to, whenever my teams have a hot start, I tend to think, oh, this is going to be the year, this is going to be the year. And then you have those really you know, debilitating losses, mm-hmm. and they really can kind of shake you. Was there anything you guys said at, at any point to be able to come back against Field Township when you're down by 13? Like what what rallied you? We were just like excited, and like going back along like with um when we started, we started off undefeated, and like I feel like it felt better to lose because like we had a target on our back basically. Everyone wanted to beat us, and like everyone wanted to be like get us off like first place because we were undefeated. So you guys were and no one thought we were that good. Okay, so a lot of disrespect going on too with it. I, I think you know that's that's kind of cool because I think you know, it's so easy to fall victim to, like you said, a bad team. We won't name names again, but they had no wins. Um, I, I think for you to be able to 
stay up the entire time throughout the season. Um, because other teams are targeting you. They're looking at you. They're looking at you as their you're their championship game. Did that pressure ever get to a point where you were just exhausted from it? Uh, I didn't really, like, the whole season, like, I thought, I feel like we didn't have any pressure. Like, I didn't really feel it in my, like, my heart or yeah. whatever. I just played. We just, like, played. Like, after the two losses, there was definitely no more pressure anymore because we're 5-2 and two now, yeah, like, like, a regular we, team. We just got to win. Yeah, we don't have a lot to lose. That's that's such an interesting... We just got to put it all out on the floor. Because at that point, we like already clinched the playoffs. So like we made the playoffs anyway. We just had to try to win. That's pretty cool because I think that a lot of times you'll hear people say that. like Once you almost get the loss out of the way, it's almost like a breath of fresh air. Like, okay, we can breathe. We don't have to worry now about this insane pressure of going undefeated. And then you know when you go undefeated in the regular season mm-hmm. what the stakes become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anything less than a championship becomes an enormous failure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... So difficult to do. And throughout the season, you guys had a lot of people throughout your home games, especially, that were cheering for you. Uh, who was your favorite? Uh, my mom. Nah. How sweet. Our bench. Shout out to mom. Our bench. Your yeah. bench? The bench. Were there bench any... Was awesome. bench especially was awesome? Mikey Despo. Oh, nice little shout out to Mikey. Uh, was there anybody that were... Le- any cheerleaders. Oh, I was going to ask. Was there anybody who was a leader, perhaps... As far as the cheering, you want to give a special shout out to? Yeah. Cheerleaders are the best. Cheerleaders are the best. Ryan, do you agree with that sentiment? I guess, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's always good to have people cheering you on, obviously. And then as you guys went through the championship, um, Ryan, Eisenhower dropped 39 points on you. uh, And then yet you then later on held their leading scorer to two points. What changed? I mean, like, that game, we really didn't, like, play. They had one really good player. That was him, and like they, we just put like me on him the whole game, and I just guarded him, and then like he didn't really do anything. Like I just was locked in, I guess. Like I'm just every time I'm, he has the ball, I'm just staring at like his hips, trying to see which way he goes. And like the last play of the game, really, when like he like shot like a half court shot with like ten seconds, because I don't know, but, like I got, like tipped it out, and I almost got a steal. But oh yeah, I remember that. So, with the first time you guys played them and he scored 39, did were you solely responsible for him? Or were you guys kind of mixing it up? Nah. We would just we played like a zone defense. So, like, it was like really no one. It was just really him just finding a spot on the court in the zone. Okay. So, Luke, uh, during the championship game itself, you had some pretty clutch free throws. How walk me through your mindset? What was going through your mind as you walked to the line? Well, was there anything you were thinking of? That's like the worst question. I feel. I just wanted to like get it done. Okay. Like, what do you mean by that? Get it done. It was like scary, but like, like it was so crazy. The gym was so loud, and like like, your adrenaline is rushing so much that like you don't really feel a lot. Like you're not even tired, and like it's just like. You just want to get your tasks done, and like, so it wasn't like that scary, and I wasn't that nervous. Do you, I, I feel like a lot of times, you know, you have like your reporter ask the question of like, right after a big play in any sport, they ask, and I, I hate this question. They'll mm-hmm. ask, you know, what were you thinking of? And I always think they're not thinking of anything. I don't think that you can be thinking during those yeah. circumstances. Were you thinking? No. Just get the task done. Yeah. Um, and you said you weren't feeling anything. No, you were not tired or anything. These, these were late in the game, right? 
what? Yeah, like four seconds left, right? So when when that's happening, I mean, do you see anything around you, or are you laser focused? It's like laser. It's it's like a different. It's like so different. It's it's weird. You know, we talked about the beginning when you lost last year. Both of you commented on the idea that you remember so well the image of them hoisting the trophy on your court and how there was disrespect and how you felt like it motivated you, it pushed you for this year, and it was something you kind of kept thinking about. In 30 years, and it was crazy to think that far, what's going to be an image or a sound or a sight that you're going to remember from when you won the championship? I'm like it's probably just uh, us holding up the trophy. Okay. Well, on another team. When we're all like jumping up and down. Okay. Like when we won, and also, I was at half court, and Sohan did like a really nice layup, and like that I'll remember that for a long time. The image of Sohan doing yeah. the layup while you're at half court. Yeah. That's so awesome. You know, I think there's gonna be so many memories that you guys will have from the game that you'll probably forget over time. And ultimately, the coolest part is that there'll be those things, Sohan making the layup, you at half court, uh, the feeling of holding up the trophy on their court, I think will stay with you guys forever. What was the bus ride home like? Was it complete mayhem? I mean, not really. Not yet. No? Probably not like what you expect. Like, you guys we're, all calm, we're like all trying... read, reading for next day's English class? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're all like on our phones because we had rec games, like, like after okay and we're all trying to make plans to go to like buffalo wild wings so it was kind of like quiet it wasn't really quiet because when we first got on we were all like screaming yeah and then we played music and so buffalo wild wings maybe we could get like a sponsorship from them since you guys obviously champions are mentioning them on this show maybe we could get them to throw us some some money or you know or maybe we could get or wings i would take it forget about the advertising with blue cheese or ranch nah Gotta be blue cheese. No, it's gotta be blue cheese. Blue cheese is just bad cheese. Nah. I don't use anything. I just throw. Nice. I'm with you. No dipping of the wings. Because if I want the wings hot, I want to be able to not taste anything. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to. Alright, that's. What? How is that? You don't want to taste anything? I want the wings to be so hot, I want to be able to taste the heat. I want to have no taste buds. Yeah, see? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that feels good. I think you dilute it if you're putting ranch or blue cheese to it. Celery is different. Yeah, yeah. I'll dip the celery in the ranch. You know, blue cheese. Blue cheese is just bad cheese. It's multicolored. It's so good. So obviously, when you're at Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings, sauce. we're all like just talking about the game. It was just kind of like crazy because like we just won the championship. So you're still like riding that feeling. Yeah. Okay. Like Hearts racing. Still. still? Yeah. Like even like an hour later. No, not me. I mean like. Oh, the Luke, is, Luke is cool as a cucumber, obviously. <laughs> On, like, the bus ride out, my heart was like, like what well, we actually did. Because like, yeah, the recognition's sinking in at that point, yeah. right? Like, you're, you're finally realizing, like, it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a sense of relief that it was over? I mean, I kind of... Or disappointment? It. I mean, I was kind of sad, because, like, practices were all fun. Like, yeah. I kind of just missed them. Because I miss playing, like, playing with the team and stuff. Oh, cool. remember when um, Peter forgot his shorts? And he wore... Wait, to the game? No, to the practice. To the practice. He forgot... What was he sh- planning on practicing in? Oh. He p- practiced in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and th- there was no enough time. Peter, so like, when we lose our... Forget our practice, or is he? 
Whatever your number is, we have to run that many sprints okay. at the end of practice. You gotta pick a low number just in case. And Peter's, Peter's number 50. was 55. Oh, man. And so he forgot his practice jersey. So he faked an injury to sit out to take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's like the Patriot way right there. Yeah. Uh, looking back, I think in 10 years, right, you guys will be 24. Yeah. Crazy to think that 10 years you're 24. 10 years you're 24. Uh, how is Coach Steiner going to look back on this championship team? Probably, I think we were just, we were all, we just played. We were all like, we made everything fun. Yeah, it like, was so funny. I feel like he always laughs. Like, we always make jokes and stuff. Like, we were just a funny group of kids and just, it was just really cool. Do you think that that kind of, like, uh, attitude with practices, with games, and just, like, Coach Steiner as a whole, do you think that that kind of helped? Do you think a relaxed environment helps for success? Definitely. At times. But okay. you also need to be, like, on task and, like, like on, at other times because you got to still get stuff done. Is there any any funny stories about maybe Styler having to give you guys the business because you were having too much fun maybe? I'm, yeah. When we, when, when we were losing, by, we didn't score in one quarter against Howell South. Like a crazy game. Yeah. He, okay. like, he, like, bring us over and he was, like, He's like, this is the last time we're ever gonna have zero points. Go out yeah. there and play and play basketball. And then we shut them out and with zero points. So it worked. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes coaches who are too relaxed don't get enough respect from their players, and then coaches that are um, too serious, their players end up constantly being you know, too tense, and they're not able to kind of relax and just let the game kind of unfold. Uh, why do you think Cyro was maybe the perfect blend of, of both sides? Because he, like, he saw, like, we were just playing and stuff. Like, he didn't really, like, he called the plays, but, like, it was pretty much just us, like, running, running, gun. Like, like he like, said. We get the rebound and we just go. Yeah, he said, he said none of these plays are, like, set. It's all suggestions. Like, you have, you have options to do what you want. Like, if, you're, if like, a, a spot is open on the floor, you go, you can get the ball. Like, you can do what you want. And that's awesome because I think that that speaks so much on uh, Coach Styler's trust in you guys. You know, there's an enormous trust to be able to say, I'm going to draw up some plays. There's suggestions. Just find, see what you see and react accordingly based off of that. We still had set plays. Like, there were definitely, like, set plays. But if you could do something else that would maybe get you a basket or something, you could do that if you want to. You know, I know I asked you how in 10 years, how Styler is going to look at you guys in 10 years. How is, how are you going to remember Coach Styler? Sure, again, a lot of things are going to fade in 10 years. You'll be 24. Who knows where life will take you? Uh, what do you think you're going to remember about Styler as a coach? Probably just remember that, like, well, we won his first championship. Oh. Too. So, like, I yeah, remember, like, yeah. oh, remember when we won you your first championship or, like, I also remember that he was like just a chill person. Like, yeah, he never got really got mad at us. You said we won you your first championship. He mm-hmm. also won his first championship. And I love he he did he did a good job coaching. I, I love the wording of that though. That you said we it almost came across as if you guys did it for him. And I think to be able to to have that kind of just to have that be how you word it, I think speaks so much on how you guys feel towards Coach Styler um, and kind of doing that for your coach and working for your coach and with your coach. And that's awesome. Um, and I think, you know, there, there's a quote that I saw earlier this week 
and it's that hard work doesn't have to be witnessed. Time exposes everything. And I think you guys are a great example of that. I'm sure that there were plenty of sacrifices that you guys made as far as hanging out with friends when you have responsibility towards, you know, not just your basketball team, but also school. with school too, with mm -hmm. balancing it. Because when everybody else is done with their schoolwork, maybe at six o'clock, you guys are just getting home. You guys are just getting home and you're just starting it. So there's obviously tons of sacrifices in that. And I don't know if everybody gets to see that. Um, the other part too, is that nobody sees how much time you put in. They don't see the grueling practices. They don't see the 53 laps that Peter, you said, we didn't have to run because he didn't. Yeah, okay, well, he faked the yeah, injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah never mind. So, yeah, good, good, I guess. Yeah. Uh, is this going to be exposing we did, we Peter's did that. Faking, yeah. faking his injury? Ooh, yikes. Peter, you're in trouble. Uh, but I guess, like, nobody sees the, the practices that maybe become boring after a little while where you're drilling, and you're, you're running, and you're putting in all that hard work. You know, they see the championship. They see the banner, right? They're going to see the trophy, and they, they hear on the announcements that you guys won. Um, but I think eventually all that hard work it does get witnessed because they see the outcome of it. Mm -hmm. Got to give Ryan and Luke a major thank you for being a part of this episode today. They were absolutely fantastic. And just getting to hear their perspective about their season really was truly an experience that I am honored to be a part of. Don't forget, if you have not listened to our previous six episodes, make sure you can find us on Anchor.fm. If you want, you can go and find us on Spotify. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can find us anywhere that podcasts are found. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure that you're leaving us a five-star rating, leaving a comment so that students will continue to have a platform to voice their opinions. We're doing this for free, so any and all feedback helps this platform grow, and it'll help us understand the reach that we truly are having. You can find us on Twitter at The Monarch Experience. You know the deal, retweet your favorite episode, and you will get a $10 gift card to the Jocelyn School Store. You can also find us now on Snapchat at The Monarch Experience Podcast. Look for my Bitmoji. It's gonna be hard to miss. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be pushing out exclusive content, giveaway prizes, uh, and hype packages galore all over Snapchat. So make sure that you're a part of that. You're not gonna to want to miss that. And make sure you, speaking of hype, make sure you keep an eye out for our next episode, which is going to be about drama and gossip. Yeah, that's right. You heard it here first. Next episode, we're going to be dropping about gossip and drama and talking about how students are interacting with it, how much it plays a part in your daily lives. Until then, see ya! Invisible.